Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Bring out the Zamboni! It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Tomorrow night when they take on the Blue Jackets, you'll hear the action here on 101 ESPN with the pregame at 6. Brooke, Carrie, and Randy, and we go to the celebrity line now. And the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN, Chris Kerber, joins us. Kerbs, good morning. How are you doing? Randy, doing awesome. How are you guys? Everything's great. Any initial impressions from camp and the first couple of games that the Blues have played? Well, obviously, I saw the home game. I, I did not go to Wichita. Andy Zilch and Matt Lashoff handled that one for us. Uh, I think my biggest impression so far out of camp in, through the first three days plus uh, plus the games on Saturday is honestly the size of some of these players. Now, we're not going to see some of them for a little while yet. Some will go back to the minors. Some will go to junior hockey. But there, it, it is clearly kind of a restocking of some size in the organization, and that I, I think was something that the team in the last two years felt might have been missing. But my goodness, are you seeing it in camp right now? That is really good to see. So you're just talking about like bigger, bigger guys out there. Are you, is that what you were referencing? Yeah, just yeah, just just bigger players. I mean, you've got to be able to withstand the grind of of the season and. And you're always careful because, like, when I say smaller players, like, you can have guys that are 5'8", 5'9", you know, 5'10", and they, they, they can play, and, and some have had great careers and continue to have good careers in the NHL like, like a Tory Krug. But you can only have so many because eventually the size of some of these teams will wear you down. Now I'm not saying you need an entire team of 6'5", six 6'6", foot six foot six guys, but it's that – it's that six one, six two, you know, with some meat on the bone kind of players that can withstand the pounding, that can get in on the forecheck, that can skate with some speed, that can wreak some havoc, uh, and and just more of that uh, and and that approach. The, the other aspect, honestly, that that you're seeing is there is definitely a focus on intensity right now. Uh, I thought I thought the first half of the game, the home game Saturday afternoon was as good a physical preseason game that, honestly, we've seen in a long time. I said this to Joe on the air. I said, you know what, I think our first game last year was in Wichita, and about halfway through that game, I was pretty much done with the preseason. <laughs> right? so, and, and, and this one was, you, you could see the fatigue of the first game kind of wear in, so it got less physical as the game went on, but, man, there was some bodies thrown around, and, and it was fun to watch, so... Uh, I, I just I think the size, I think the intensity, I think the take some skin aspect of Craig Berube and that approach to uh, camp off the bat is uh, is very evident. Well, kind of staying on that, I wanted to ask you specifically about one player, Scott Perunovic. I know in that three to two win over the Coyotes, he had an assist. What did you make of his performance? Because it seems like this is going to be a pretty big preseason for him to prove himself going into this year. Yeah, it's an important preseason. It's it's an important year. Can he stay healthy is really the biggest key for him. I mean, it, and then and then can you get into the lineup and, and be able to make an impact there? I thought he played a terrific game. The puck was on his stick a lot. 
Uh, he, he was able to skate with it. He was able to move with it. You know, Craig Berube has talked about what's important for him is to and, – and I guess, like, this is important for Scott. But if you think about it in sports, this is really important for any pro athlete. You've got to use your skill set. And, and for Scott Perunovich, his skill set is skating and moving the puck. You know, now he's not, not the fastest skater, but just smart skating. Be aware. Uh, have that, have that, um, that anticipation to your game, you know, where you can, you can just wait a little extra second, sidestep the, the, the forward coming in to hit you. He smacks the glass. You skate away with the puck and put a tape-to-tape pass. And, and really, like, his first pass out of the zones were good. His touches of the puck were good. And, uh, and and just playing to his skill set. And, look, guys, he didn't play an NHL game last year. Played 20 games in, in the American Hockey League after recovering from that injury. So part of his camp this, this season is also just getting your feet under you and getting, getting back to some of the speed of the game at the NHL level. Curves, Cardinal fans have suffered through a, a terrible season. So I need to know, for, for Blues fans who are one and the same, what is the realistic expectation for this team this season? Well, Carrie, as you know, we're high on hopium. <laughs> the, uh, well, I, I, honestly, I can't answer that. I can't answer that right now. And and the reason is, is okay, uh, you, you brought up the Cardinals. I'll, I'll relate it to this. You can – you the, the Cardinals this season had a season much like the Blues last season where – your expectations were much higher than the results that came. That can happen for a variety of reasons, injuries, you know, whatever, lack of performance. But in my opinion, one of the things that happened to the Blues last year and happened to the Cardinals this year is there were certain key question marks that you were hoping that guys would fill that role. Who's going to be your third through fifth starter for the Cardinals? Who's going to be your top you know, fill up that left wing in the top six for the Blues, right? And over the course of a season, you never had anybody step in and take those roles. And then things start to spiral, and I don't care what it is. Most teams, if it starts to spiral out of control, it's hard to get, even if you got veteran players back in control. This season for the Blues, you have enough skill on this team to make the playoffs. You've got a defensive core that backstopped you two years ago, with the goaltending you have, to a 110-point season, right? You've got enough forwards with skill in the lineup. The question that you've got from the forward standpoint is, are they going to take that next step? Are you going to be better defensively against the top lines if you're Kairou Thomas and Butch Navich, for example? Who's going to slide in into that top six? Does the Jake Neighbors move into a top six? Does he move into the top nine consistently? Do you get enough beef on bun on that bottom line? you know, that chips in, you know, eight to ten goals apiece kind of thing. And so do they have the players in camp to do that? I believe they do. The question really is, is are some of those guys going to take the next step to make that happen? And that's why this is a transition year that could put you back in the playoffs or having you knock on the door and just see what happens. And, and 
So I guess that leaves you high on opium because I, there's question marks to be answered. But, Curbs, the, the nice thing for the Blues is is that there are players that have the talent that if they perform up to a reasonable NHL level, they could be playoff players. There are some teams out there that even if their guys play their best, they don't have a chance. And that's a credit to Doug Armstrong and the staff that the Blues, up and down the lineup, have enough talented players that if they play up to an NHL level, uh, Verona is a perfect example, Cairo is a perfect example, those two guys play a 200-foot game. We know their skill level in the offensive end, that they can be, if they, if they play reasonable defense and they, they back-check, that this, they can be good players and they can be playoff players. Randy, you go back to when Doug Armstrong took over in 2010, and that's right at the time that Oshie and Bacchus and Berglund and Perron and these guys are ready to really start to make a difference in the NHL. You can, you can say that they've already had a couple years of getting to know the league. And what did Doug do? He brought in guys like Jason Arnott, like Jamie Langenbrunner, like Daryl Sador, and he brought in veteran players on just some one-year deals to help continue to teach these guys to win. You've got, you've got some younger players, but Doug Armstrong, unlike the Edmonton Oilers, unlike the Buffalo Sabres, unlike the Toronto Maple Leafs, he didn't let any of these young guys figure out how to play in the league without being surrounded by veteran guys. Mm-hmm. So even though a season ago he talked about this team being in transition, you know, and, and it is a transition year, but he didn't hesitate to go out and say, okay, I didn't re-sign Ryan O'Reilly. I'm bringing in Kevin Hayes. I'm bringing in a guy that's a character guy for the room, which I know I need. I'm bringing in a guy that, can, that will be willing to play second-line center, third-line center, a guy that, you know, can, can get you. 25 goals and 50 points over the course of the season. He brings in a Nick Ritchie on a PTO. We'll see if he makes this team to put pressure, to keep competition up on guys. Like, he's not letting anybody be comfortable, but he's also not letting any of the young guys swim in the deep end, you know, without some help around. And and I think that that is why, when you mention the skill that you have, if they perform to even – doesn't have to be to the top level of the game, but if they perform reasonably to the level that they should – this could be a very exciting year for the team. And, and Braden Chen said it at our Blues and Brews event on Friday night, which, as, as you know, Randy, you were there. It was a, and, Brooke, you were too. Just a great event. Um, Braden Chen said, he goes, there's a lot of people sleeping on us right now. He goes, and we're fine with that. But I think we're going to surprise some people, and, and I hope that's the case. Curbs, always great to hear your voice. Thanks so much. We'll be tuned in tomorrow night, Blues and Blue Jackets, here on 101 ESPN. All right, guys, have an awesome week. You too. Thank you. Great to have hockey back. That's Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN.